Hello and welcome everyone. Welcome back to Horror from A to Z. I am your host, Anna. And I'm Zach, I think. And you think? I think. Oh shit. Happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah, this is a very special edition <laughs> because I you I guess you'll never be able to guess what movie we watched. Movies. What movies? Movies. <laughs> well, well, You're we won't no keep idea. you waiting. We won't keep you waiting. We watched Halloween. 1978, the John Carpenter. Oh, I was movie. hoping you'd just say Halloween and Halloween and we could just let everyone figure it out. <laughs> yeah, aren't there are like seven different movies. There are a lot of movies. <laughs> I don't know how many there are exactly, but there are a lot. I'm pretty sure it's seven. Um, there's like there's like three different timelines. Anyway, yeah. And then we also watched uh, the only other quality Halloween. one, which is Halloween yeah. 2018 by David Gordon Green. Oh, I know I just said this to you, but I'm so. So heckin' excited! To talk so about am I. Yeah. Have you have you watched Halloween? Any of them? I've seen. I saw the 2018 one actually when okay. it came out. Didn't All make right. any sense to me because I yeah, hadn't seen it, the first okay, one. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, um, this 2018 version is a direct sequel to the 1977 mm -hmm. version. Right. Yeah. So, so after the first, it ignores the all the one. stupid bullshit sequels that were all bad, um, and just concentrates on the first one. It doesn't just it doesn't ignore there are some like cute little nods there to are it. a lot of cute little nods to it which i appreciated mm -hmm. but, but it, it's just you know. 20 it, it goes it ignores all the other ones that were made we are a sequel direct sequel yeah um so before we get into it <laughs> some content warnings um a lot of it's it's these are slasher films right the these, 78 one slasher film Yes, the slasher film to influence all slasher films of the 80s. Basically. The 90s, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but the 78 one is a little less gory than 2018 one. Um, but they are both bloody, knife-stabby, strangly. Um, there's a lot of abuse in it, psychological, emotional abuse. Um, violence, of course, blood, um, nudity. Um, the second one has some depictions of like gaslighting um, and some like non-consensual stuff going on. Um, that's brief. That's just like a, a, a non-consensual kiss, but you know, you know be yeah. forewarned. Um, did not vibe. Didn't vibe. So if you did vibe, I'd be a little concerned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm sure we're all pretty familiar with Halloween and Mikhail um, Myers. Michael Myers, indeed. Yeah. Um, I actually have a photo of myself in a Michael Myers mask. I meant to send that do you, to you. Do you know who the original Michael Myers mask was? It's that guy from Star Trek. It's the guy from. It's William Shatner. It's the guy. That That's is. Captain Kirk. I Captain. Yes, I know this. I know yeah. this. This is the fact I do know, and it was purchased for under two dollars yeah. at a local toy store. And they bleached. Yes, that's first. right. I know they, facts, baby. They, they bleached it. No, they and painted it white. I thought they bleached it. Uh, whatever. <laughs> One of us um, is right. Um, but you know, let's just talk about Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I'll do a summary of the first one, yeah. um, and then you can do a summary of the second one. Because yeah, okay. in all honesty, listeners, I don't know who, who recommended we don't which know. one. In our in our little like schedule thing, it just says Halloween and Halloween, and <laughs> who picked what? We don't know. But I was um, like, Anna, do the intro, so she did. Yes. Yes. So I, I'll do I'll do the first one because this is the one I haven't seen before. Have you seen either yeah. one of these? Well, I know you've seen Halloween, the first one, but have you seen the I actually uh, hadn't seen the sequel until last night. Perfect. Yeah. Then it's, it's a brand new old for the both of us. Yeah. So Halloween 1978 follows 
Michael Myers, who at six years old stabs his sister to death and is then sent to, I believe, a psychiatric facility. He was sent to jail. Um, And then as an adult, he escapes, wrecks havoc in his uh, hometown in Illinois, Haddington, Haddington. I don't remember, actually. Anyway, um, in Illinois, he wrecks havoc on the night of Halloween, and he kills a bunch of babysitters. Um, actually, the movie Halloween, when it was first scripted, was not Halloween themed. It was just supposed to be like the massacre of the babysitters or something. Yeah. Um, and then they decided to theme it around a holiday. Um, fun fact for you all out there. Um, but yeah, uh, Jamie Lee Jamie Curtis, Curtis is in this, and she fucking decimates Michael Myers. Spoiler alert: You should be watching these movies. Um, yeah, why haven't she, you seen Halloween yet? Are you Anna? Well, um and yeah what did you okay thoughts go so thoughts on the original halloween mm-hmm. um i cannot understate the influence that halloween has had on the genre because mm-hmm. without it slasher films would basically not exist mm-hmm. and there are some pretty great slasher films out there um back when it came out it was probably insane and to this day is still really good but it's aged and i think that's pretty really? obvious from the fact that jamie lee curtis's friends can can't act um but you okay, know i don't think they're that bad i um there's still a lot of great i i'm not at all dissing halloween i think this movie is actually pretty amazing hmm. but it does show its age unlike say uh, the thing which i don't think has aged at all um okay by that yeah examples um some of the it's a little cheesy by today's standards but that's basically every slasher film from the seven from the 80s today so you know that's that's not a thing um some of the blood effects are a little goofy Mm -hmm. um there were obvious you know budgetary constraints Mm -hmm. here and there yes which you know again i get it because this feels like John Carpenter's first movie. Oh, and he did so well. And Actually, I have some fun thing. tidbits about that as well. Oh. The script was wit- was written. <laughs> the script was written. <laughs> the, the, the script was written. <laughs> the script was It was written in um, two weeks. The movie was filmed in twenty days. Um, and gosh, what was it? Uh, there was something else that was absolutely absurd. They had like budgetary restraints to the point that they had to reuse leaf piles because this was filmed in california masquerading yeah. as illinois in the fall yes so, um it was filmed in 20 days can you believe it's pretty insane if you think about how yeah. good this movie is mm-hmm. um that's why i say like constraints kind of can either make like the most amazing movies like you know this evil dead mm-hmm. um and then it can make some absolute stinkers which i don't <laughs> Yeah. The last thing, um, John Carpenter, I believe, um, he made a soundtrack for this. He made it in he three did. days. It's amazing. He made oh it in three my days. God. Yeah. I, why is John Carpenter so fucking talented? I don't get it. <laughs> this man can do everything and just, mm-hmm. why is John Carpenter so talented? Um, I don't, I can't answer that for you. Um, it's not fair. So I guess, uh, do you want to tell us about Halloween, the sequel, and then we can kind of talk about both movies. Mike Myers and yeah. Mike, uh, Mike Myers, the actor. 
there was like Austin three different Powell. actors that played. Austin, no, no, no. I'm saying Austin Powers, Mike Myers. So conf- what are you talking about? The, the guy who plays Austin Powers, his name is Mike Myers. It's not. It is. That's so funny. We talked about Austin Powers last week. Yeah, that's Mike Myers. That wasn't last week. Not Michael Myers, okay. but Mike Myers. I'm so tired, Zach. Can you just... <laughs> okay, so Halloween 2018 <laughs> is the direct sequel to Halloween 77, and mm-hmm. it focuses on 30 years after the events of Halloween 1. Jamie Lee Curtis is back as Laurie Strode, and she's a little kooky, rightfully Hello? so, after the 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 incident with Michael Myers. And every Halloween, she basically bored herself with Michael up. Myers? What? Oh, you mean the thing where he fucking murdered yeah, all the, of her the, friends? The, the small, the small, the small incident with Michael Myers. We'll see what happens. Teeny tiny incident with Michael Myers happens. And every Oopsie. Halloween, she's she's basically getting ready to face off with him again, which I think is fucking awesome. Um, that's the that's the basic premise, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So you're asking me what did I think of the sequel now? Yeah, do it. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great, but it was good. I, I I was ready to not like it just because I feel like sequels that come out, especially sequels for the horror movies that come out so soon, I'm sorry, so soon, so late after the original has come out are usually unnecessary and bad. And there are, there are, I think, like two unnecessary and bad Halloween movies that tried to reboot the franchise and they're just awful. Don't watch them. But I like this one a lot. Because there was very obvious love and respect to the original franchise, the original movie. Um, It really, it felt like the original, but with more modern flair to it. And I appreciate Mm -hmm. that. Not perfect, not perfect, but really good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was really good. And actually... The point that you made about it being dated, I thought it was so funny um, with the 2018 version because we talk we've talked a lot about how um, we've gotten really desensitized. Right. It takes a lot more to get us scared nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Um, I watched Halloween 78. Fine. It was chill. Um, Didn't even take notes. That's how vibes it was. This one is so much more gory, which I thought was really really interesting. Um, But I remember the first time I watched it. Um, in 2018, I'm being so freaked out about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it's not. Neither of these movies are particularly scary, in all honesty. Um, no. But they are. The second one is gruesome. Gruesome indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah Michael definitely. Myers is truly like I do. Michael, like, like, no longer I don't care. I'm just killing everyone in my path. Michael everyone Myers is not playing around this time. He is not fucking about. Mm-mm. But I think the second movie does so well at throwing viewers for a loop like you never yeah. know what's going like with the journalists at the beginning yeah when it's centered on them and then they just they got fucking murked <laughs> like <Yep>. immediately <laughs> mm-hmm. um i thought that was so good i thought that was so good yeah um because what you would expect is like that they're like an integral part of the story but they weren't yeah no <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. they got they got bopped right in the very start <laughs> because fuck you yeah so good. I, you know, I I appreciate that they didn't just were they weren't just like, all right, let's do Halloween, but again, 
Mm-hmm. And they sort of tried to do something a little different, uh, but still mm-hmm. with enough similarities where you're like, okay, yeah, this is a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. When they when I watched the trailer, because I was I don't know why I didn't see this movie in theaters. Mm-hmm. Because I was super hyped about this. Because at when they did the thing in the trailer where 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 um Laurie Strode's daughter is talking to her friends and and one of her friends is like, isn't he her brother or something like that and then she's like no that was just a made-up rumor and i'm like ah, yeah. <laughs> ah! Yeah, that's uh that's that's a reference to one of the uh, sequels that we don't talk about <laughs> yeah we're it's bad mm-hmm. it's very very bad very bad very it is it's very bad no like <laughs> um yeah not not good don't watch them watch this one watch the original and the sequel mm-hmm. and they're great yeah, really um, good. Yeah, I would now like to get into my converse, my 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 rant. Not my rant, but I would like to talk about um, John Carpenter, and they follow into this really well. I think in the second one, um, yeah. he is really good at imbuing, like we talked about with the thing last week, um, a lot of meaning into his movies, right? Yeah. Um, I think Halloween and you know tell me if i'm fully off base here i don't think i am is kind of like a movie about sexual repression right what do you think expand on that (laughs) okay and i'm really very curious uh, about your because to our audience um zach you study psychology right we talked about this um and you're your area that you'd like to go into is um, criminal psychology, forensics. right? Yeah. Forensics, right? So, kind of that. Uh, how do you say, like the uh, building of like a person out of their crime, basically, right? More or so, less, yeah. Right. Um. So, the reason I think that this is about sexual oppression is. I first started really noticing it in the second movie with the journalists kind of putting that victim blaming onto um, Lori, right? The whole like, mm-hmm. oh, he's got a connection to you. You need to go out of your way and do this and you need to talk yeah. to him and face this. Um, yeah. And I was like, okay, this sounds like how society handles like abuse, like like sexual abuse cases, right? Yeah. Um, so it got me thinking first movie six-year-old michael myers he kills his sister right he stabs her right that is a that is a and again correct me if i'm wrong um like a very phallic way of killing someone right with a knife right um that's like a very penetrative way of fucking killing someone Uh, Um, we're getting nice and weird okay (laughs) no it's true is it not i mean you're right you're right um, you're right um and he does this after he sees his sister, who he has an obsession with, um, br- go with her boyfriend up to her room. The boyfriend leaves, and then she's topless. She's naked in her room, brushing her hair. He comes up behind her and stabs her to death. Right? Yeah. And then in the preceding how in the preceding bits of the movie, because this happens at the start, and then they do this really well. I think there's no killing for like an hour. Right? You just kind of see. Um, you know Lori and her friends and you kind of get a feeling for them it's really really well done um but then what happens he's in the house with Lori's friend comes into the bedroom after she and the boyfriend had sex right mm-hmm. 
kills the boyfriend with the knife, right? He's, he's stabbed up against the wall. Get that. The boyfriend is now a representative for his sister's, Judith's boyfriend. Right? Mm-hmm. He's killed him with the knife. He has utilized his symbol of sexual oppression against the symbol of sexuality. And then he strangles Lori's friend, right? He has stabbed the sister and he's not doing that anymore. He is getting intimate with that killing, right? And then he strangles the other friend in the car, right? He's no longer stabbing. Um, and then does he attempt to s- strangle Lori? He, there's parts where he's got the knife trying to kill her, but she's the only one in this movie who is also sexually repressed, right? Um, and at first I thought maybe like, oh, maybe this is sort of like... Uh, like a cautionary tale against being sexual as a teenager. But I don't think it is. I think Lori being also sexually repressed, she's the only one in the movie. This isn't that like, you know, the virgin dies or the virgin survives or anything. It's not centered necessarily around her virginity. It's kind of like, she's the sexual repressed one of the group. You have that whole arc where she likes the boy, but then she's like scared of that. You know, you got all that. And then she has to stab him. She stabs him with the uh, was it the, like the crochet needle, the sewing, the the, the, yeah. the knitting needle. And then she stabs him again with the um, wire hanger. And both times, that's how she gets away. It's with stabbing, right? That 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 penetrative violence. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how she's able to save herself. Um, and then I had some more thoughts about that for the second movie. Um, but it kind of does center around. Um, just kind of like implied, you know, cat and mouse game between Michael Myers and Laurie from then on, you know, and I think it's especially cemented in the sequel with that whole victim blaming arc. What are your thoughts? I mean, I see what you're saying. Yes. I understand what you're saying, Mm -hmm. but I think you're looking too deep into it. I don't, I don't think I am. I I don't think I am. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, I think... I think he was just a, like, fucked up little kid who was obsessed with his sister. Well, yeah, that was that was obviously true. Exactly. And I think all the little bits of it... Because he could have very well just stabbed her ju- just for funsies. And I think the inclusion of, like, the boyfriend. And I think her being naked... Oh, here's another thing that really threw me off. When he strangles the girl after she's had sex with the boyfriend, yeah. um, Lori's friend, when he strangles her with the phone, that is so sexual. I, I remember, oh, Carrie, remember Carrie? Um, yeah. With the sounds the mother makes, right? After she's killed. Yeah. Um, that reminded me so much of that. And I think Michael Myers, in a way, is kind of like, it's kind of a similar theme of like sexual repression coming out at the end in like a very bloody way. Right. Um, the, the the noises she makes when she's being murdered are so sexual that when Lori's on the phone, she's like, "Oh, I have to hear you." Uh, what was it? Like she like made like weird sounds earlier, and she's like, "Oh, now I have to hear you like moaning." Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I I I think you're looking too deep into it. I get what you're I saying. Disagree. I disagree. I get what you're saying. I don't think this is like a simple, simple movie like that. No, I I, I agree with you there, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I I I you know I really don't know. 
I, I think it says something that like he stabs a sister, stabs the icon, and I think I think I think one of the I think the big reason that he is becomes so obsessed with Lori, right? Because he you know is stalking her and he's like looking like through her window and stuff like that, um, is because she reminds him of his sister, right? So she he sees her with the little boy that she's babysitting. Yeah, that I that I got, mm-hmm. and I think that she reminds him of the sister. But I think there's something to be said about the fact that he strangles the other girls. The sister is the only girl that he actually manages to stab. Stabbed. And I think if we're looking at this as like, you know, the stabbing is sort of like a sexual release, I think that there is weight to that when Lori does it as well to get out of um, being murdered. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, would you stab Michael Myers too? Would I stab Michael Myers? Yeah. Uh, just, uh, I've uh, stabbing. Uh, you know how I, we talked about this as well. Does the stabbing not not for me? The blunt force trauma, like with a <laughs> shovel, that's more my thing. <laughs> I would hit him with a shovel, or with a bat, or with my um, chainsaw arm. But oh, oh yes, because we're just we're just gonna have a nice little crossover between <laughs> Evil Dead and on Halloween. Yep, they are. Yeah, and for some reason I'm acting in this. Yeah, um, for some reason you're Ash as well. <laughs> and Nash. And Ash. And Ash. <laughs> um. So here's a question I want to ask you. Sure. What do you think about Michael Myers' whole? supernatural abilities to basically just take hits and just keep on going. And even when you think he's dead, he's not. Oh God, I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you think that he really is like some kind of like otherworldly entity or is he just, no, no man. I just think he's again, this is a difficult conversation to have because I'm not a huge fan of the whole like villainizing, um, people with mental health issues <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> but um i think he just is not sane I well yeah, yeah yeah i know that but that's that's very obvious but yeah. what i'm saying is that i think because of that like he just keeps on coming the man can just like i don't know fall off a nine-story building and he just brushes it off and he's like i'm good it's hit I'm by fine. a whole ass car yeah, he's Wakes hit by up a whole car he's, okay sure i don't know I don't know. I don't know. I, I wish I knew. Yeah. I but you see like there I'm I'm gonna I really can't do this without mentioning the god awful sequels. So I'm gonna do it anyway. Because Go for it. because uh, um he does have like otherworldly abilities in the sequels and they're expanded upon it's like oh yeah he's basically just immortal and he's like this vengeful spirit but in a corporeal form i mean okay he's literally gotta be because there's another halloween movie coming out next year (laughs) yeah they're oh i forgot about that you're right (laughs) yeah you're right so this man this man is a ghost because there's who else is surviving a house blowing up. Yeah, like Michael, buddy. You got to find other things to do. This mm-hmm. is obviously not working out for you. Mm-hmm. You've been fooled every time. Come on. Um, Here's some... Because I literally, like... I jumped out of my chair out of pure, like, hype moment. 
I was not expecting this. You know how in the end of Halloween, where Laurie goes to look at the window, Michael is, is gone? In the end of the oh. original? Oh, no, I don't remember that. What? I, I'm sorry. The end he of the movie, remember. where Laurie sure, okay. yes, looks yes. out the window, like he, she yeah, looked yeah, like yeah, Michael. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When yeah. in the sequel, Michael goes to look for Laurie's body and she's gone. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I actually was like, yeah! I oh my god. flipped out. That I remember cool laughing and shit so hard when the daughter's in thing like, Mom, I can't do it. I can't, I can't shoot him. I can't do it. And then he pops up and she goes, Aha, just kidding, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, and the second movie was so fucking funny. It yeah. was so funny. The little kids, yeah. the little kids, bro. And this is like the difference between child actors today in like the 80s and you see this with like the it movies right um the original versus the new ones um the way that kids act nowadays are so different so good um in the original the kids were very bland they were more props than anything else i think yeah or like um plot assistants um which is not to say that they weren't in this movie but they even for the short period that they were on screen they felt had so more character. dynamic. Absolutely. That kid yeah. in the car who was like, you know, t- that like, he was like seven. He was like, you know, today is the day I like to go dancing. I've told you before on the weekends we can go shooting and go hunting. But just I love to dance. This makes me very sad. I was like, that's so well spoken. He's so communicative. Like, you know, have you ever seen the movie Kung Pao Enter the Fist? No. <laughs> it's like a. It's a purposefully bad martial arts movie that has like purposefully crappy dubbing and everything. Um, and there's a part where children are on screen and they're just going like, "We're children, we're children!" And that the, uh, that's what I re- I'm get reminded of every time there are child actors on screen in like the 70s, 80s, and 90s, because mm-hmm. it's like you act like a child, but not in the good way. It's like I'm you're you're too like dumb. <laughs> children are not this stupid i i would know i am one on the inside oh my god oh my god um, <laughs> <laughs> i'm mentally three years old so you know i'm no, not, he is not everyone no he is not i'm i'm um, not this i you know children are not this stupid and they do not sound mm-hmm. like this when they speak um mm-hmm. i i kind of like especially with the new it movie i was like yeah that's more how kids act mm-hmm. not like Oh, I am a child and I don't know anything. I need everything. There's a boogeyman. Even even actually the boogeyman arc between um the kid that Lori babysits in the original yeah. and the kid that uh Lori's granddaughter's friend, oh my god, uh is babysitting in the sequel. Um they're both yeah. terrified of the boogeyman, but it's just so much more you know, I think relatable in the second mm-hmm. one. Um I mean, not all kids are this witty. This kid was really freaking funny. No, no, but this um, is like a screen. This is like you know, screen written kid versus real. Yeah, kid. yeah, but it was just it was really good. It was really good. It kept it, it kept like a nice levity to the movie. Yeah. Um, there were some really funny shots as well, like when that nerd, that nerdy kid, the one dressed as a vampire who kisses Laurie's granddaughter. Yeah. Um, when. He is talking to Michael Myers. He thinks it's Mr. Elring or whatever. Um, yeah. And then the lights turn off. And the lights turn on. And Michael's gone. That was really funny. Yeah. 
<laughs> Even Michael doesn't want to hang out with him. Oh, ooh. He's just like, oh, sad. Yeah, same here, same here. Yeah. Um, a lot of my notes are, what the fuck? Uh, oh my god. Oh no. Haha, <laughs> 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 fuck him. Um, really good. Really good movies, I gotta yeah. say. Um, Very good movies. Yeah. Uh, what do you yeah. think of the transitions? The transitions were really good in the second one. Yes, they were. I, I need to say that the second one was the most well-shot horror movie I've seen in a really long time. Um, Yeah, it was it, because most horror movies these days um, just forego any kind of cinematography for just like, let's shake the cameraman. And that'll oh, make it scary. When I said that last episode, that was controversial. Okay, but that's found footage. That's a, that's a different oh point. I'm God. talking about oh I'm talking about movies that are supposed to be steady cam. Mm-hmm. That the cameraman they tell him to go nuts. In a found footage horror movie, that's a different story. You you can get away with that. It might be a little excessive, and it is mostly it is a little excessive in most found footage horror movies. But you know, I guess it all has the tension. Um, in a movie that's supposed to be shot, you know, on a camera where you are not the cameraman, um, it makes no sense. It's like, why is this? Why? Why is the cameraman being shaken by the muscly man that just came into the studio? Why is this man being picked <laughs> up and shook like a baby? Um, is that something that they do? Because if so, I think I might go into camera work. Yeah, yeah that's what they do in, in camera work. Yeah, they have they have um, they have big. Uh, yeah, they have like a guy named Vlad come in and he's like oh eight foot five. And when he comes, he picks up the camera and he just shakes him really hard. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something else I really appreciate is that they kept the same intro. Yes. I was so was happy lovely. they did that. Yes, because I love the Halloween theme and it makes me very happy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how to play piano, but if I could play piano, I would. I no, would. I just meant even like the title cards. Yeah. Yeah, but but the theme is what makes me just like, you know, a happy boy. And I they didn't they I didn't hear it in the trailer, so I'm like, oh no, are they gonna keep the sweet sweet John Carpenter synths? Are they gonna do that? Are they gonna <laughs> take it out? Because mm-hmm. that's what that's like. That's what makes Halloween one so good. The soundtrack yeah. awesome. Um, but they didn't, and I'm very happy for that. Um, yeah, no, I I. I'm surprised by how much I liked the the sequel. And the more I think about it, the more I like it because I was honestly expecting to hate it because I've seen, I unfortunately have subjected myself to every Halloween movie ever. So at this point I was just like, oh my God, please make it stop. God, why? No, don't make another Halloween movie. No, no, what are you doing? No, Michael Myers is not Laurie's, sister, Laurie's brother. No. <laughs> no stop mm-hmm. and just the continuity was such a mess at that point that was it was good of them to just be like you know what scrap all this start from scratch mm-hmm. let's not make michael yeah. myers laurie's brother to start yeah i'm yeah obviously that's gonna be really weird in terms of uh, my theory of sexual yeah um, uh how did i call it sexual the fresh Depression, um yes. if they're siblings well yes, i mean i guess it wouldn't be that off from the origin but no but you know i wouldn't uh, um 
yeah, let, let, let's not do that. Let's not have Michael Myers go back to, like, the Salem Witch Trial times. Oh, let's do, do that. that. No. No? Is that, a, is that one of the... Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Lying. It's bad. You're lying. It's... I'm not even joking. Oh, so good. I'm going to watch that tonight. It, it, oh, it's bad. That sounds phenomenal. No, no, please don't watch it. I'm going to watch it. Anna, please. Um, <laughs> I beg of you. I also really and to like, anyone listening, do not watch any of the Halloween sequels that are not right, Halloween and Halloween. Anyone listening, watch the sequels, send me an email, we can gab about it, or follow mm-hmm. us on Twitter, horror A to Z. Um, on Twitter, uh, send us a DM, have a little chat with me about Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. I will watch it. No. It's going to be great. No. Um Anyway, moving on from that, that was really funny. Um, is it okay now if I just start talking about bits of the movies that I really liked? Oh, I'm gonna do that. Um, I thought it was really funny when the journalists were like, "We're making a podcast," and then the other one was like, "No, we're investigative journalists." And I think that's what we should start calling ourselves: is investigative journalists. We are investigative journalists. What are we podcasters. Investi- what are we investigating. Um. <laughs> what are we investigating? <laughs> Good response. <laughs> Mike Myers. Good not, answer. Not Halloween Mike Myers, but um Oh, Mike Myers the actor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're investigating you, Mike Myers. Groovy baby. Who is Mike Myers. Is he real? Does he even exist? <laughs> Find out this week on horror from Mike to Mike. <laughs> Um, something else I thought was really, uh, let's say pertinent or topical, um, was how the bureaucracy handled Mike Myers escaping. Um, so after he's gone on now, like his second, well, I wouldn't call what he was six, a murder spree, but like his second round of killing, he has escaped once more, has killed a bunch of people and, but it's like, okay, okay, let's not, let's get out. Let's not get, let's get out. And one of the cops is like, yeah, what are we going to do? Cancel Halloween? Ha! <laughs> uh, which, like, yes, that sounds really reasonable. Um, you should do that. You should not let children run around with a crazed murderer on the loose. Um, no, but I, I thought it was, like, I thought, I thought it was, like, really pertinent to what we're experiencing right now. Um, I feel like, what, what, whatever shall we do? Stop people from going outside? No. What? No. 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 If only Mike Myers is running around. I keep saying Mike Myers, not Michael Myers. God damn it. <laughs> We're on nickname basis. <laughs> I am on nickname basis with Mike. With the shape. That Yes, he is also known as the shape. For those the who shape. Know and um, I prefer Mr. Can... Shape. Mr. Madam Shape. Madam, Mr. Mr. and Madam Mr. Shape. Mr. Chape. <laughs> it's pronounced Chape. <laughs> Monsieur Chappé, comment Michael ça va? Myers going to a fancy um, steak. <laughs> Please remove your mask. We are a no mask. Um, anyway, that's enough. He's just um, sitting there like heavily breathing. As he's it, they have to remove the mask. Um, I think that was really well done. Is that he doesn't talk the entire time? Yeah, he, he is whoever you want him to be. He has. And this is also why I'm so passionate about my sexual repression um, arc, theme, whatever, is because what 
really what is his intention what is his motivation besides just senseless murder and that's what makes michael myers so scary is that they never ever try to give him a motivation or uh <laughs> even a, a a face to his name you never see what it looks like under the mask but who cares you get to see like, a do. little glimpse of it but it's never like this big dramatic reveal where yeah. he takes off the mask and it's it's actually Jamie Lee Curtis the whole time. Um, oh, that would be good one. No, yeah, yeah, cloning. Um, uh, but like you know, they never try to make him speak or give him dialogue, and that's a great choice because if mm-hmm. you make your, I mean, Freddy Krueger is a different story because Freddy Krueger is just you know fun to watch because he's Freddy mm-hmm. Krueger. Um, and if he didn't speak, that would be a lot of his character gone because he's a fun character to watch and he's got some witty dialogue. Um, but having someone like Michael Myers speak would just take away all the scariness of him. Um, it would be like having Jason Voorhees speak. It just wouldn't make any sense. It, it Why does he need to talk? Who is he going to talk to? If he sat there being like, Lori, I'm going to stab you. I mean, they'd be like, OK, now I don't I don't I don't think you're scared anymore, bud. You're no longer uh, yeah. seriously when you're just like, I'm going to stab you over and over again. Let's just go. <laughs> okay. That, that's what most, Lori, that, that's like represents what represents my very strange relationship <laughs> with my sister. Lori, I, you die. remind me of my sister. Now time to die. Like, how does that make you feel, Michael? <laughs> Michael, it Lord. makes me feel bad. It Thank you for asking, Lori. Very sad. Lori, you know, I think I want to give this up. Good job, Michael. <laughs> I want to go to college. I want to go, I want to go to therapy and go mix me on myself. I can't do this anymore. It's time. Michael is just a really sensible dude. Just no one talks to him. No one's like, hey, Michael, stop it. And he's just like, oh, I guess I can't do that now. He's like, you make a very valid point. I will stop the stabbing. Oh, I will. How, how about the strangling, though? How's about the strangling? There's a strangling. No, you can't do that either, Michael. Oh man! Oh, no rats! Oh, rats. <laughs> I don't know the head. You know what? Thinking about it, the head cannon of Michael Myers being like a pretty cool dude. He just someone's gotta tell him to stop it. You know. I imagine hey, him more as like a Scooby Doo mask thing, and actually, who's under the mask the whole now time? Now, let's see who's behind the mask. It's me, Emma. It's, <laughs> it's me. Huh. It just they, they try to take it off and the mask won't come off. That's just his face. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it's William Shatner. <laughs> it's been William Shatner the whole time. He Who painted is that? his face white. <laughs> oh, oh, Mr. Kirk. Mr. Star Trek. <laughs> it's just William Shatner the whole time. William oh, Shatner went off his rocker and he just <laughs> <laughs> After Star Trek ended, he didn't know what to do. Instead of murdering? Hey, Yikes. People. Nice. Um, okay, so as a uh, mental health professional, Zachary. Yes, um, I'm, I'm not a mental health professional. Don't listen to her. As a licensed and trained no, psychologist. No, 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 no. So you know at the beginning of Halloween 2, yes. when therapist the psychologist whatever psychiatrist just like lets the journalists come and kind of like berate michael and like taunt him like with his mask 
um, yeah. and, and like proceed to yell at him for him to talk. Well, is that is that the norm? Is that how you usually treat a mental health patient? No, that would literally oh, never happen. That that almost took me out of the immersion because I'm like that would just that would just never ever happen. But only was there an obsession with the psychiatrist that kind of well absolutely actually I I asked this question knowing full well the answer Um, the psychologist was uh, so obsessed with figuring out Mike Mike figure out Michael Myers the the, (laughs) figure out Mikey Mike that he just through integrity and logic and i suppose maybe they had both i don't know if they take that um fully out the window he just he was obsessed with understanding him yeah and yeah. you know i feel like yeah it's unrealistic sure but it fits the character but again just because that was just so unrealistic it almost threw me out of the immersion but luckily you know it wasn't obviously it wasn't a major one because i didn't bring it up um but that that you just you would not do that period you would not there there would not be like let's go see the homicidal maniac and it's like oh look it is your mask stupid boy <laughs> oh my god you, you, you mean, like, here's your mask stupid boy are you my mother said me but i got my mask on the way out <laughs> here's your mask Stupid boy. That's the alternative title, hands down. That's it. Uh, <laughs> you just <laughs> you um you wouldn't do that. Period. Full stop. No questions asked. Um, the the most they'd probably let you do is try to you know sit down and interview, you know, Mikhail. But even then, they'd be like, yeah, this guy killed a lot of people. We're going to have you sign off on some waivers so we're not responsible if he, you know, breaks free of his cuffs and tries to strangle you. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. They probably wouldn't even let anyone talk to Michael Myers thinking about it. They'd just, like, be like, yeah, he's here. Can we talk to him? No. It would be very much more like um, Sounds of Lambs. Yeah. You can talk to him through a cell. Yeah, you can talk to him through a cell, but... We're not responsible if anything happens. Absolutely. But you see, Lex um, is a bit, you know, more civilized than than Michael. Is he? Is he? I don't think he'd try anything in a. He's not. He's not as like senselessly violent. But I think. I think Michael Myers. Uh, part of his appeal is that he is not senseless, right? Like he is coordinated. He is very. Oh yeah, he's, he's he has he's um, smart. He has thought. He just, I think the difference in between him and Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs is that Hannibal very clearly has something to prove. Michael Myers does not give a fuck. Yeah, he just wants to kill some people. He is smart as fuck, and he does not care. He doesn't have anything to prove. Um, That's what makes him so great. Yeah, I mean, I want to say great, but like that's what's like scary is like there's no sense to it. That's what makes him a great example of something that that is scary. Yeah. Um, okay, something kind of interesting as well is I think Halloween 2018, while keeping on that sexual repression, like sexually repressive theme, um, also really brings in this conversation about family trauma, right? Um, yes. And how, like, for example, Lori's character, that's one event that happens to her when she's like 17, right? 
Um, but it continues to impact and to affect her. What, 40 years later? Yeah. She's, she's almost 16? 30 to start the podcast. I meant 40. <clears throat> um, it impacts her daughter. Impacts her great granddaughter, and then right. it actually impacts them. When I say impacts them, I mean like she had her daughter taken away from her because she raised her as a survivalist. Yeah. Um, she has a very strained relationship with her granddaughter because she has a strained relationship with the mother, and her granddaughter yeah. is caught between that. Um, but then it very viscerally and very directly has an impact on the family line when Michael Myers comes after Lori <laughs> and then yeah. tries to kill the daughter, kills the daughter's friends, um, and tries to kill that whole family. Um, yeah. And again, I think it's this concentration on like female family members, right? Women family members, similar with the sister, um, Michael Myers' sister, because there very well could have been a son. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they could have had a son as a character. The father could have been involved in that. Um, you know, uh, Lori had had two divorces. She didn't have to have, she could have had a, like a husband, you know what I mean? He could have been involved. There could have been men involved, but no, it's this tension in between Michael and women. Right. Um, what are your thoughts? But you see, it makes sense that, you know, Lori would basically not be the same person afterwards. And it's, you know, obviously the Myers family probably had some stuff going on. We don't know that. But as we don't hear from them. Yeah, we don't you, hear. We, we don't, don't know that as the audience, but yeah. it's you know very obvious considering how Michael turned out. Um, but the thing is with the Strode family is that Lori obviously wouldn't be able to maintain relationships because she'd just be like completely readying herself for Michael to come back because she knows Michael escaped, and one day he's gonna come back. It could be tomorrow but could be 40 years from now but he knows he's coming um but like okay consider nightmare on elm street right the mother in that movie the parents in that movie were involved in a very violent act they got past that and that was a big central theme in halloween um 2018 was this the family's need for laurie to get past it and she doesn't right so it's i don't think it necessarily like the one incident in your life where people are murdered in your face with with a murderer yeah. um necessarily would continue to impact you in nightmare on elm street they got past it you know in this movie they did not and i don't think it's necessarily like like myers didn't necessarily have to escape like there, there's no reason that laurie would assume that he would escape again yeah you know but I mean? but everyone you know thinks oh she's crazy because she's readying herself for the day this guy is coming back but it kind of makes sense. You wouldn't be the same after that. And, you know, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, I think, is a less realistic example. And obviously, there are varying degrees of this. You can, you know, you can get over it in a couple of years or never get over it. Um, but I think that Halloween handles it a little more realistically than Nightmare on Elm Street because of Lori basically pushing everyone away, having a strange relationship with her, her daughter and granddaughter um, because of the incident with Michael Myers. So, you know. Yeah. I think it's realistic. I think that it does a good job of portraying that and portraying it well. I don't think 
realistic. I mean, and again, like you said, uh, everybody handles trauma differently. I wouldn't say, however, going full survivalist no. mode um, no. is that the most um, realistic. And I think there's also like a really interesting conversation to be had here about um, like sexism in the reactions of people to Lori. Because I think if like, let's say Lori's gender were switched, if this were like a, a man, mm-hmm. um, I think it would have been more wouldn't be called crazy for going all survivalist you know what i mean yeah. i think that would have been more acceptable um yeah. so i think that's really interesting um as well to think about i think a lot about um you know did you ever watch uh parks and rec yeah of course ron you know ron yes um i think like if it was like that kind of dude um with his house with his guns hey, and hey, like, that kind of dude yeah um i think or like the father in the car with the son who's going hunting yeah. Right. Because they make a big deal. Lori's daughter makes a big deal about knowing how to shoot by eight years old. That kid was young. He was like seven or eight. Also yeah. knew how to shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think there's a really interesting um, like dichotomy there. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for agreeing with me. I don't, finally. I don't agree with you. Oh, oh, yeah. Finally. Not like we're agreeing on how good these movies are right now or anything. But yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So. I think there's a lot to these movies. I don't think it's a simple. I don't think I'm reading into it as much as you think I am. Listen, um, I, I, I am. I. It is just my opinion, and my opinion means fuck all. In everything to me. It means everything to me. Oh, aw, aw. I'll pay you. Um, I, I. You can interpret these movies any way you want because there's just so much wiggle room that John Carpenter gives you. Um, just like most of his movies. And, you know, there probably is a deeper meaning because John Carpenter does not write surface level. Um, he writes with a deeper meaning in mind always, even if that may not be apparent. Um, is there a super deep meaning to Halloween? Probably. Do, can I find it? No. I don't think it's, like, super deep. I feel like, I mean, this doesn't have to be super deep. Like, this is, like... Man, I should have done a little bit of research about this, but and you can you can tell me this, Mr. Criminal Psychology Man. But a lot of um, motivation for you know murder is often like sexually based. You know what I mean? Even if like a sexual crime. Yes. Um, Well, it's sometimes less about sexual stuff and more about control or power. Exactly. Yeah. But that, which I guess all ties back into control and power, is often comes from a place of like sexual repression or like yeah. need like yeah. control, and and that I think comes from a social like a societal fixation on on sexuality, yeah. um, and that's a whole other structured conversation that I don't think we should get into right now, but. I think it would be a little bit too too nuanced and complicated to have right now without thorough. We can save that for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, ooh, more chainsaws. Yes, yes, more chainsaws. Chainsaws, but I think that's a pretty common cause for violence. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think, yeah, yeah, stabby time. We yeah we can save all the sexual repression conversations for, for Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. 
So, Anna. Yes. Did you get spooked? Uh, there were some points in this movie where we got, got, a, little, yeah. got, a, little, got a little shook. Yeah, got, um, a little, got a little spooked out. Yeah. But all in all, these aren't like scary, scary movies. I was actually really terrifying movies in any shape of the, you know. They're slasher movies. You know what I mean? Like, they're gory. You're going to get like, sometimes you'll be, but you're mostly just going to be gross. to watch. But, you know. Yeah. You're not, you're not, they're not terrifying. You will see people's heads smashed in. Yeah. But you're not going to be like, oh no, a ghost. Unless (laughs) being my. Spooky. Very spooky. Um, how about you, Zach? Did you get scared? You know, during the second one, yeah, a little bit. I got a little tense. Yeah, yeah. a little tense. Yeah. <laughs> which Whatever. scene? Which scene tensed you the most? Which me? Which scene tensed me? The final confrontation with Michael freaked me out. Mm-hmm. I was just like, mm-hmm. ooh, ooh. And then Lori, Lori's body disappeared, and I just, I don't know, I just got hyped at that point. <laughs> I lost my fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Totally ready to really throw me across my room. <laughs> out of pure joy. Mm-hmm. That was satisfying. I God, that was so good. Anyway, anyway, I think this is all we've got. I yeah, I think that's time. Yeah. So, uh, to so. all our listeners out there, really exciting. Um, thank you all for joining us for Spooky Time, Spooky Month, Halloween, Spooky Time. Yes. Um, this has been a freaking blast of a month. Um, yes, in November, yes. we do have um like a little week thing that we're going to be doing um with more details to come on our twitter um we'll be doing a hashtag no nerve november campaign thing and you will find out what that is soon enough yeah absolutely that's gonna be really fun i'm really excited for that i am excited for that too because i already have what movies that we i think are you know good enough <laughs> nerveless nerve <laughs> nerveless yeah our- weenie babies out there if this you want to enjoy is, scary movies our, our, our sweet little babies out there who do not want to <laughs> watch the spooky horrors exactly but you want to you want to be involved this is for you yes. um as always thank you for joining us yeah thank um, you guys zach's stuff will be in the description below yeah. if i have anything to plug it will also be in the description down below plug, yeah. send us an email horror at a to z at gmail.com on twitter horror a to z and gmail nope that's our email uh it'll all be in the bio in the description um thank you all have a very spooky november and we'll see you all next week i'm right goodbye goodbye